What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 321st episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, SBJ, with me back. Two weeks gone, but you're back, Will. I'm allowed a vacation from time to time, You sir. are, you are. How are you? How was your trips? Well, I didn't trip when my mom was visiting. That was that was here at my house. That was nice to see my mom and my niece because my niece wants to play Vanguard now. So that's awesome. Keep it in the family. And uh, I mean, Gen Con was really cool, except you weren't there. I was. I tried. D- did you really try? I did. Irene or did you was wait very... to the last minute so you could use the tear sticker? The tear sticker? No. I mean, like... I was, all right, also here is Greg. <laughs> Hello. And and you know what's the interesting thing now that I've come to realize, and this may hopefully just be a 2018 thing, is that I can either be in the same place as you, I can be in the same place as Greg, or you and Greg can be together, but the three of us cannot be <laughs> in the same place at the same time. Yeah, we were it. cursed. Yeah, that seems to be happening recently. So I, I was talking to Greg quite a bit. We were talking about different different train options, different bus options. I was looking at flights. I was working it. I was working. I know. I know you were. I you tried. showing me the text messages, but why, why not just drive? You know, because it's like a time thing, right? Because if it's like, you know, a $50 train slash bus, I could at least, you know, get some work done. On on said on said thing. Plus, like I I if I was driving with somebody, that would have changed it. Like I really tried hard to convince my friend Tim to like come down because I know Tim would have loved the drive, and then I could have been that would have been cheaper and faster, and I could still could have still worked. But when I realized I was only in a situation to go solo, I was like, I don't really want to drive myself, so I'd rather be on a train or a bus. How how many hours is it from Minneapolis to? To Indianapolis? Uh, Minneapolis, Milwaukee to Indianapolis. Uh, I think it's five, but six because of the time zone. And then when you're coming back, it's four because of the time zone. Okay. I drove eight hours no, from I DC get it. to Cincinnati alone. And it took me 12 hours to get home. I get it. But like time is also a valuable thing. So <laughs> no, it's not. Throw it away. Time's so like, no good on the clock. For example, to tie this back. Time to- is no good on the clock. Greg, put a quotes around that because it is a quote forever. But on a shirt. So for example, Pokemon Worlds, to bring this back to Pokemon, I could either drive there, would have been an eight and a half hour drive from Milwaukee to Worlds. I already calculated the gas. It would have cost about $62 in gas to get there. $62 in gas to get back. Yeah, the if, way you drive. If I would yeah, have seriously. had if I would have had a person in the car with me, you split that in half, so $62 to get there, period. But or or I could spend, which I did, $150 on a flight. And then it only takes me 2 hours to get there, and then I have 6 and a half hours free there and back. So that's 12 hours, and in 12 hours, I, I strongly believe I can make more than $150. But once you're there, how do you get around? I just, I mean, Uber. I mean, okay. I'm, I'm totally cool with, with paying for Uber on vacation. I'm, I'm more so, like, comfortable paying that because I, you, I just don't know the streets as well or the, I would rather not drive my car in an area I'm not super, super familiar with. Who needs to know streets when you have ways? 
I know. I mean, that's why tells Apple me maps. where to go. <laughs> or or Google Maps or, or any maps, of the maps or the maps that make my watch buzz. The maps. So I almost came down to coming back to Gen Con. Almost came down on Saturday because my the plan was like, oh, I'll just leave super late Saturday, uh, which was either there was plenty of trains and buses re- leaving that late, or I could have drove, uh, hang out all day Saturday, hit the Tuesday night podcast panel. And then, like, leave Sunday morning and then still have my Sunday, minus the time I drove. But Saturday passes sold out. And then, like, literally, it was, like, 7 p.m. on Saturday. And I was like, I could still go for Sunday. (laughs) You could go for Sunday. We could have recorded there Uh, and done a whole bunch of stuff. And we played games and had a lot of fun. True, true. And then I could have driven you back. Yeah, Sunday did sell out. And I could have driven you back Monday morning with it because we passed that area yeah yeah it was and then it would have cost you like nothing <laughs> well the the 55 or whatever it was for the bus to get there well and you missed out because greg and i played a pokemon role-playing game we did we absolutely did is this uh, f- uh obviously fan made but no well i mean well, it's, it's based on a a an established role-playing game system slightly correct. modified to support the pokemon theme correct and we took on lieutenant surge oh yeah yes, yes. relevant <laughs> relative to recent trailers i we took on the electric gym can't see will playing a role-playing game I played two role playing games. He did. This it was very weekend, much fun. I ended up buying three. I bet your. <laughs> I bet the other role playing game you played was Mothership. Incorrect. Dang. Incorrect. I played the Sentinels of the Multiverse role playing game, oh, which is lots of fun. Oh, How would you know? You don't really even. Good. You've never even played it because I know the Sentinels of the Multiverse card game thing that they did on Kickstarter, and they made a bunch of them. I'm just not into. I'm not super into superheroes, and I'm not into like, like bad superhero yeah. art because all of that card art I think is not good. I, I apologize to the artists of who I did love it. I comic just book art. Do not like their their art. Did not like that. You're, that's just not to your taste, and that's true. okay. But it's it true. is something that I enjoy, and I enjoy playing as a superhero. And I liked the superhero that I picked, and I yes. had a lot of fun with it. That was a wild. That was a wild character too. You're all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was fun, and we had a good time. I mean, but yeah, was... I ended up. I bought that. I bought. I did buy Mothership, and I bought Blue Rose. So now I have three uh, role playing game systems. And you bought two sets of dice. I'm the best in three influence. sets of dice. Jeez. When did you pick up the third? Because there was the blue and the gorgeous white ones. And remember, I got the same like the the clear dark blue ones like you got. Oh yeah. Oh, those are so good. They They're real so pretty. Good. They are really really good. I am very pleased with that purchase. They are very very pretty. Yep. You missed out on all of this, Steve. Speaking <laughs> of three sets of dice, we have three articles to cover today. Uh-oh. Uno, dos, tres. Surprisingly, no Pokemon Go news, but I do have a, uh article uh, related to Pokemon Go about... Uh, I won't spoil it. It is, it is... Even if you do not play Pokemon Go, I think it is a very... It's, it's something. All right. Uh, but we'll start off with the boring news here. Battle Frontier Sun and Moon Complete co- Collections to be released in North America. This is off Bulba news. 
Viz Media has announced two upcoming DVD sets for North America, Pokemon Battle Frontier, the complete collection, and Pokemon the series Sun and Moon, the complete collection. The DVD it, DVDs in this box set will be region one, uh, meaning not Europe or Australia players. Uh, the Battle Frontier Complete Collection, the complete DVD box set, is the ninth English-dubbed Pokemon season, and it will be released in North America January of 2019, so a little bit off here. And then the Pokemon the Series Sun and Moon, the complete collection, the complete DVD box set for the 20th English-dubbed Pokemon season, will be released in November of 2018. Huh. Weird. I wonder what else they're releasing in November. Huh. I was very confused. Mm. I could not figure out what Battle Frontier Sun and Moon was. Oh, Battle Frontier. It's two different sets. <laughs> and Sun yes. and Moon, yes. <laughs> I was like, what the heck is... Did I miss an anime? Did I miss the Battle Frontier version of Sun and Moon? Okay, it's two separate things. It's when now they bring... Uh, up. They bring Barry and Paul to the uh, the Alola school. <laughs> Alola. Put them in a tree. Fight those two in that tree. Uh, it says here also... Since the release of the Pokemon Indigo League Complete Collection in 2014, Viz Media has gradually been releasing complete collections for each series in order. The first eight seasons already been having having releases in box sets. The release of the Sun and Moon Collection will mark the first complete collection box set out of order. And then the Battle Frontier was originally released in North America across two DVD box sets in 2008, but this is the first time that it's all together uh, in one set. I mean, I always hated when when shows did that, where you had to buy, like, multiple... Like, this is part one. This is oh, part... Oh, it drives two. me crazy. Just give me all yeah. of it. Well, it's also like, this is part one for twelve ninety five, but I didn't pay attention. I'm like, that's a great price. Why did it stop halfway through? Oh. <laughs> it's part one. <laughs> I think the only anime... S- collection on blu-ray is the indigo league i don't think anything else is but how we've talked about pokemon dvds before have you guys purchased any of these at all okay this is the one series that for whatever reason i don't buy them out of like other tv shows you watch yeah like other stupid tv shows so wait do you have my hero academia dvds uh they're on my wish list for my birthday (laughs) ah or Christmas. Whatever holiday you want to buy me gifts for, maybe your own birthday. Switch it up. You can buy me stuff. I'm down for it. But, like, I think it's because I know there is so much. There's a lot. And I don't know that I want that much Pokemon stuff in my house. It's just a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of DVDs. It certainly it's is. It's a lot of DVDs. It's a lot. And most and of it's it, they keep, very they mediocre. Keep making more. <laughs> yeah, a lot yeah of I was going to say, good. some of those seasons are just not very good. Like Battle Frontier. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, there are some good things. But, like, I now that a lot of them are streaming on Netflix or whatever, I do find myself watching them when I'm like, I have no idea what I want to watch. I want something that I don't really need to pay attention to that I know is completely inoffensive to me doing eight other things. I'll throw on Pokemon. Yeah. I don't really need to pay attention. I'm just to the point now where if I'm going to buy physical media, which is very rare, I can't, like, the last 
physical media I think I've received was the Indigo collection on Blu-ray for Christmas because I was like I I told Irene I was like I want this it's on sale it's like really cheap right now right now it's I already checked on Amazon the Indigo collection on Blu-ray is 50 bucks but during Christmas time it was only 25 but like I needed to know I needed to know if it looked better if it sounded better or something that was like what 22 years old at this 20 years old at this point I needed to know I, it's super hard to tell uh, I wouldn't be able to tell unless I had like probably two of the same TVs next to each other to be like this one's Netflix and this one's Blu-ray it is because uh, I tried swapping between them and it's I don't think it was worth I, I don't think it's worth 50 bucks but for like $25 to sit on your shelf and pop in anytime I think it's fine but I just can't imagine buying a DVD at this I, uh, and we've had parents write in and they're always like DVDs are great you throw them on shuts up the kids yeah they can I mean, smash them or whatever, and they're super cheap. So I understand, but for, for yeah. me as an adult, I can't imagine buying a DVD. I mean, I only buy Star Wars movies on Blu-ray still. Like, that's the one thing I always buy a physical media copy of. Because I tend to take them everywhere, and I don't know their people streaming. And if I'm going to force Star Wars on them, I want to not have to be like, hey, pay iTunes for this. I can just be like, here, pop this in, and we will be, we'll be watching this now. Uh, and I think DVDs are great for like families and kids because they throw it in the car and they don't care about them. So I get why they're still being made, but it's not high on my list to buy things. Yeah. I still have the same uh, My Neighbor Totoro DVD that I've probably had for about eight years now from Netflix DVDs. So I'm not oh. a big DVD watcher. <laughs> well, that I mean, I bought that. I actually, that's when I was buying DVDs. I have that and downstairs. I, I apologize if you've been waiting for my neighbor Totoro from Netflix DVDs because Are it's you still been paying on my for piano. that? Uh, or did yeah. Netflix just give up and they just let you no, have it? No, no, they still <laughs> charge me. They still charge me every month. Well, just you don't even watch Netflix. Listen, I've explained this before. My former student employee, who hasn't worked for me for twelve years, works at Netflix. I don't want him to lose his job. I've got to keep my subscription at the highest level. Don't think Netflix is struggling. <laughs> Listen, it's just, it's a phobia. It's a belief. It's a, I don't know what it's you want It's a superstition. It. It's a superstition, exactly. Mm. And so far hasn't been proven wrong. Do you think if you got a job at Netflix, they would like forgive your debt? <laughs> It'd be they like, just take it on your first paycheck. Debt? The debt of of keeping a movie for eight years. <laughs> I and I pay for it every. I have paid what a thousand dollars for that movie <laughs> at this point. I mean, it's a good movie. I don't know if it's that good of a movie, but it's a real good I've movie. I've never seen it. Oh my goodness! <laughs> you should watch it. It's so good. I mean, at this point. Don't. I, I will watch it at some point because there's lots of Totoro memes and yeah. there's supposedly a cat bus. So there is a cat bus and the cat bus is real sweet. That's true. All right. Someday it, I'll get around it's also, to it. It's also very dark towards oh, the no. end. Oh. It's a little dark, but it's fine. It all works out. Speaking of dark, this is off the BBC. Taiwan man rigs bike with 11 phones to play Pokemon Go. <laughs> I saw that. I was impressed. The darkest I still timeline. Think I expect to show him to show up at my park close to me. Just with the uh, show that one guy with yeah, the show up the trident guy. Grandfather Chen San Yon has rigged eleven smartphones on his bicycle to play the augmented reality game Pokemon Go. He has plans to add four more. The Where? The Taiwanese <laughs> man 
affectionately known as Uncle Pokemon, learned about the game from his grandson and can play up to 20 straight hours before he runs out of batteries on his device. Well, I'll tell you he's not using an iPhone then. He currently spends about $1,290 a month on this habit. Mr. Chen uses portable battery power, portable battery packs to power his multiple devices and enabling him to stay out late in the poke, in, to catch Pokemon in the capital city of uh, capital city of Taipei. It doesn't mention his uh, his age here. In another article, they said that he is seventy years old. He spends how much? One thousand two hundred and ninety dollars a month on Pokemon Go. Nintendo Life also ran an article on this. Like I get mad when I spend five. Yeah, me too. Uh, he has one, two, three, four, five, six iPhones I see, and three Android phones. In this picture, he only has nine. I don't know where the other two phones are. I see the one where he's got two in his hand. Okay, and then the rest are attached. I mean, I don't. I mean, I think he's breaking terms of service. Oh well, (laughs) I I imagine. I I mean, yep. I believe he would be. You know, if it makes you happy, I suppose. I, I don't understand how he taps for, like, raids and stuff. You you just you can't tap all those screens simultaneously. Does he have a special tapping tool? I mean, probably. you can probably do six at once tapping, right? Not shown auto-tapper. Not shown auto-tapper. I just can't imagine. I think my fear would be having nine devices on my bike and then holding two of them and riding down the street and then somebody like pulling out in front of you in a driveway and then just face planting more importantly your face is hurt but your phones are probably going to go flying oh that's a symphony of broken screens is what that is something else though there's a lot of actually articles about this uh i don't know who originally reported on it but you, if you just search for 11 phones Pokemon Go, it's it's in all the newspapers, the internet newspapers. The only newspapers that matter. We're recording this actually uh, a, a day before Eevee Community Day, so if you're curious of why we are not talking about Eevee Community Day, it's because we're doing it a little bit early because I will be doing both Community Days and I will be streaming this weekend, but by the time you hear this, that will probably have already happened. I can't imagine this community day will be uh, different than any others. The Pokemon Company International and Nintendo have... Uh, this is the uh, the press release that I've got emailed. I usually give you guys a source. This is directly from, I don't know, whatever PR company they use. The Pokemon Company International and Nintendo have today unveiled new details around Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, which will launch... On November 16th, exclusively to the Nintendo Switch. Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee will feature Mega Evolutions, super strong evolutions that can be used once per battle and take Pokemon to new heights. Players will also get to explore Vermilion City, one of the Pokemon Universe's most iconic locations and home to the luxury cruise liner, the SSN, and through the gym and and the tough gym leader, Lieutenant Surge. Finally, the classic Team Rocket lineup of Jesse, James, and Meowth will also join the cast of characters that can be encountered in Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. Here is a brand new trailer. Here are your key assets. And you guys can tell me what you thought of the trailer. I'm assuming you both saw it. No. Oh. <laughs> yes. I didn't know there was a trailer today. 
Does it does it feature a Venusaur hopping like a toad? No. No, it doesn't. Boy, and I did spend a lot of time on the internet today. <laughs> um, I actually thought the trailer was really good. Um, I don't know that it showed much that was surprising. Um, I mean, it showed a Psyduck waddling behind you. It did show Psyduck. It also showed that weird Goldeen moment where Goldeen's just sort of like hovering back there. I thought it was a star you. There was also a star you. There was oh, okay, a Goldeen, okay. a star you. There was a Goldeen just sort of like flopping in the in the breeze. I did not see the Goldeen. I'll have to rewatch. Yeah, I saw the star you, but man, that's Psyduck. Oh, I see the I see the I see the uh, Gold Goldeen. Yeah, that was it was yeah, like yeah. hovering. Oh, there's a Poly yeah, World too. Yeah, he's power yeah, walking. Poly... Yeah, Wait, the I'm Mega Evolutions look really good. They do. Yeah, as Will pulls it up. Um, we, yeah, so we see four new Pokemon and walking in. It's funny. We're we're in a day and age where we're getting excited just to see how Pokemon walk. Yeah, you're right, Greg. There's like a split second of Goldeen. Unfortunately, it's not flopping on the ground. It's just floating. It's just hovering. There's Psyduck, which waddles exactly what like you would expect. Uh, there's Staryu, who is floating, which, I mean, like... It's kind of seen, like spinning, yeah. We've seen Staryu float and spin in Pokemon Snap and in the anime as well. And then we saw Poliwhirl power walking, as one would if you were a Poliwhirl. Strutting that stuff. I mean, the SSN also looks really good. That whole scene of it pulling out with the confetti and stuff, I'm like, this is a really pretty game. <laughs> I really like how it looks. Yeah, it's looking real good. I wonder if the... I can't remember. Somebody somebody asked this on Twitter, and I was like, you know what? That's a good question. Is Mega is Charizard's Mega Evolution, was that exclusive to each game? You got the stone in each game, but yeah. you could, if you could pass the stone over, it still happened. Okay. Ugh, passing the stone, you need a hospital for that. So, jeez. So... I'm assuming that they're going to do the same thing again. I'm assuming that X is going to be one version and Y is going to be the other. I'm assuming. Eh, possibly. Unless you don't need stones, which is like what's up for debate because we haven't seen a, an area where you can equip a held item. But I find it hard to believe they would drop held items. Yeah. Also, it's... The mega evolutions take place in what looks to be like your standard PvP gym where you're fighting against somebody and yes. not yeah. in the main game. Yeah. Which sort of makes agreed. me think that this is an after you've completed the game, you get access to mega stones. Yes. That was my feeling as well, but I could see them giving it to you earlier, I suppose. And they're just showing the end because they don't want to like show any other areas of the game yet. They're doing this one city by a time, by one city after the other. So obviously we're getting Celadon next, right? Or are they gonna skip to Lavender? Like what? according to the pattern, they'll go to Lavender. That's gonna be creepy. But they've been yeah. showing up gym leaders. Like they made a big deal showing up Brock and Misty. Now in this trailer, they made a big deal showing off Lieutenant Surge. So I feel like what are they gonna do with the casino too? I need to know. They're I mean, casinos casinos not in vogue anymore. I know, but like gambling like, is bad. Gambling is bad, yeah. Gambling's bad, y'all. But I wanna I want a digital game that I can waste money in. <laughs> I mean they'll probably be like was what which one introduced the checker the weird checker oh, cross game? Was that Ruby Sapphire or was that was that Diamond and Pearl that introduced that like I think it was Diamond and Pearl. 
tic-tac-toe weird. Yeah. Uh, Coliseum and Gale of Darkness had that bad game, too. You know what I'm talking about, Greg, where you have to, like, m- m- match types, Pokemon types, in, like, almost like a Minesweeper kind of game? Yeah, I think, yeah. It was... Yeah, I think that, uh, yeah, I think that was black and white that had it in the main game. Because Coliseum didn't have much, but it had those weird battle CDs. Mm-hmm. With Gale of Darkness, though, right before you, right after you finish the... The first part of the broken ship, you could play some weird casino-like <laughs> game. I don't remember. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Gale I Darkness just want to buy five good. Abras at a time. I just want to buy five Abras so I can get that Abras. shiny Abra. Gimme. Was there anything else noticeable in the trailer? Notable in the trailer? The well, uh, so the PvP gym has the Pokestop symbol on the back. They do. Yes, the spinning. Which. Do you do do we want Pokestops in the game that we can spin? Like, I don't know. Interesting. I don't know if we're spinning them or if it's just a sign that it's a. I don't want to use this word, but like a sponsored location, <laughs> right? Like it is. It is just a thing to signify this is where you meet to play po- to do Pokemon business. Probably. Hmm. Do you want to talk about how Evie is winning the poll on... Is it still winning the Twitter poll? It was a Facebook poll. It had oh, 20, 27,000 votes after six hours. Of which hours. game people would get? Yeah, Evie was winning, I think, 56% to 44 or something like that. Which one are you getting? Uh, I'm getting both. But if I was okay, to... but which one's I, the one I, that's going to your heart? Uh, the Pikachu one. What about you, Greg? I'm getting the Evie one. I'm also getting the Pikachu one, but only because Oddish is an exclusive on the Pikachu one. So I have to get that. Like you get a little Oddish. Oh, it's so cute. <laughs> I mean, not wrong. It's real cute. I've loved Oddish for a very long time. I've loved Vileplume for a very long time. So that's where my heart's got to go. On Twitter, the retweets for the Team Pikachu animated is... 2.2k and the one for Eevee is 5.6k. Wow. And the likes are 4.1k for Pikachu, 6.7k for Eevee. Well, there's people your are answer. tired of Pikachu. Get out of here, Pikachu. I we're guess. over you. Hey, no, we're not over a little Pika P. All right, let me. <laughs> and their informal poll on Twitter is 55% Eevee, 45% Pikachu. Okay, so very similar to the Facebook. So back to the press release here. The Pokemon Company International and Nintendo announced new details about Mega Evolutions and much more and and much more in the highly anticipated Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee later this year on the Nintendo Switch. Both games are designed for players taking their first steps into a Pokemon video game world, as well as longtime fans wanting wanting a new way to play Pokemon. Don't just evolve, Mega Evolve. In Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, players will be able to Mega Evolve a Pokemon once per battle if they have a Keystone and the Mega Stone corresponding to that specific Pokemon. That The way they word that makes it seem like, why would they remove the fact that you could not hold items? Yeah. Yeah. But again, we haven't seen it yet, and there's there's been debate of like, oh, they removed, you can't do held items anymore. I don't know. I just, we'll see though. Speculation. Mega Evolution, known as 
the evolution that trans 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 transcends I got there transcends evolution momentarily unleashes the energy within a Pokemon and can only be accomplished when a strong bond exists between a trainer and its Pokemon. The first three Pokemon that fans will be able to Mega Evolve during their adventure will be Venusaur, Charizard, and Blastoise. Which, of course, if you want to read into that, there will be more. I don't know how many Mega Evolutions we have, like 60, 70, something like that. Maybe I'm way off. I think that's a lot more than there actually are. Really? But I'm not looking at anything to give me a count. 60 Mega Evolutions? You, you don't think so? No, I'd say 30 at most. 46. There you go. Pokemon right, are... Right in between the both of us. Capable of Mega <laughs> Evolving, and there are 48 different Mega Evolutions. I'm assuming because Mewtwo and Charizard have two. Yeah. Uh, so what what in Gen what in Gen One Mega Evolves Venusaur, Charizard, Blastoise, Alakazam, Gengar, Kangaskhan, Kangaskhan, uh, Pinsir, Gyarados, Aerodactyl, and Mewtwo. So that's two, four, six, eight, ten. Plus Charizard has two, so eleven Mega Pokemon out of a hundred and fifty, and the whole line of. This is accomplished when a strong bond exists between trainers and a Pokemon. That has always been the case with Mega Evolution. That is what Karina, is that her name? Karina tells you when she gives you the uh, the keystone. Yeah. But if you're Ash, you're strong. Doesn't as, matter. Your, your bond is so strong that you don't need the keystone. Correct. Because hacks. Yeah. <laughs> The thing is, he accidentally swallowed a keystone as a child. Oh, my Probably. fault. There was, there's some other Gen 1 Pokemon I completely forgot. Uh, if I scroll down, Beedrill, Pidgeot, Slowbro, S that's it. <laughs> I almost said Steelix, <laughs> but that was <laughs> Steelix. While Onyx is from Gen 1, cannot get to Steelix quite yet. Is there only one Gen 5 Pokemon that can Mega Evolve? What? Uh, just Audino. Audino, yeah. Yep. Gen 5 needs some more Megas, please. Well, I mean, this is true, but when they do the Gen 5 remake, that's when we we'll oh, okay. get it. All right, yeah. Yep. I mean, Gen 4 is going to finally give me my Mega Roserade, so I'm down for it. You would you would hope. Man, Mega Sableye is real cool. Oh, look at Mega Sharpedo. I haven't looked Mega at Sableye some of Mega Sableye is great. Mega Sharpedo is awesome. I'm not a fan of Mega Camerupt. Mega Altaria is great, too. Yeah, man, there's some good ones. But Mega Sableye is one of my favorites, and I have my T-shirt. Yeah. My I love my T-shirt of Mega Sableye. That's your lock screen on your phone, too. But yeah, that's one that Jeff drew. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jeff that's my lock screen forever. And I said I would replace artist. it if he, drew me, if he drew me some sort of Roserade. I would update it. And Jeff, if you're listening, you still haven't done that, so it's still Mega Sableye. I'm going to tell you, Mega Beedrill and Mega Pidgeot, mwah, they're so good. <laughs> they're both they're probably the two best mega evolutions in gen one i mean nothing holds a candle to mega metacham mega metacham is sweet <laughs> i feel like mega Meta metacham always forgotten but it incredible but man so yeah we'll see uh there was there was rumors and speculation there was i don't want to get super into it but there was a bunch of uh new quote-unquote mega pokemon trademarked We've talked about trademark stuff before. Just because something's trademarked doesn't mean much of anything. <laughs> Case in point. It means uh, they had the idea and thought, 
ooh, we should trademark that just in case. Just in case, yep. yeah. I worked at a company that trademarked probably 40, 50 different things that we never did anything with. But uh, some of the Pokemon that were mentioned in that trademark uh, was Machamp, Golem, Mr. Mime, Jinx. So that's just a couple. Mega were- Jinx. I mean, if, if anyone deserves <laughs> a Mega, even? I feel like that, that... Mega Jinx for life. And then there would be a reason to carry it around in your as your partner in Pokemon Go. Yeah. Uh, also, I think Mega Raichu was in that list as well. April Fool's. They... No. Yeah. I'm out. I'm out. I don't believe any of it now. I'm out. So I take that with a grain of salt. I know that's been going around just because something's trademark doesn't, doesn't mean much. But can mean something, I suppose, but... Overall, though, uh, I'm, I I like Mega Pokemon. I'm a fan of Mega Pokemon. I think they're cool. Well, you also like them because they increase the number of Pokemon without increasing the number of Pokedex numbers. Yes, that's very true. Very, very true. It's like a fourth evolution almost, but not as much. Although, like, I still, still a little bit jaded Charizard got to, not going to lie. Yeah, but, you know, Charizard's... I'm you know, su- at this awesome. point, I'm surprised they didn't give Lucario too. Ugh. Well, that's the new <laughs> one. I, you know, Lucario eight forms are coming. It's going to be like an Eevee thing. You give it a different flavor, Megastone. Oh, right. You just take it to the salon with fur fruit. Yep. Get your Lucario and your fur fruit trimmed up. Uh, what else here in this press release? Uh, explore iconic Kanto region location, Vermilion City. Uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu Let's Go Eevee will bring players to a variety of interesting locations in the Kanto region, including Vermilion City, where the luxury cruise liner, the SSN, docks once a year. One and done, they say, for the SSN. Uh, It's on a round-the-world trip. It can only stop in places so often. In Vermilion City, Pokemon... In the Vermilion City Pokemon Gym, players can battle... Gym leader Lieutenant Surge, who is also known as the Lightning Lieutenant. Now, I think there was some changes with this. I don't know if you guys heard about this or maybe know the history of Lieutenant Surge. Like, what are they changing? So, Lieutenant Surge used to be known as the Lightning American. Hmm. Right. And it's now changed to the Lightning Lieutenant. I'm, you well, know, because they, he's, they, they could changed, be European. They changed the entire catch mechanic in this game. How dare... Uh, that's fine, but how dare they retcon my <sighs> Lightning He is an American, American hero! He fought for America, Will. Actually, I don't mind. I think Lightning... He fought Luke. for something in a war that happened at some time. With what Pokemon. about the veterans? With Pokemon. His yes. house is probably a Pokestop because he's an American... <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I don't think that's how that works, but I, sure. Have you ever been to a, a war memorial, Will? They got Pokestops yeah, left and right. His house is not a war memorial. Not with that attitude. Not with that attitude. <laughs> Greg and I on the same page here. How dare they retcon my American... Uh, no, it's fine. My American hero. It's fine. My ode to Street Fighter. <laughs> Sonic Boom! Oh no. Jeez. <laughs> he is now known as the Lightning Lieutenant, though, not the Lightning American. Pokemon retconning their series one one baby step at a time. Next, they're going to tell me that Gardevoir is a fairy Pokemon. <laughs> uh, newsflash. 
<laughs> right, as long as they don't Spoiler change... Spoiler alert! As long as they don't change Jigglypuff to a fairy Pokemon, I'm good. Spoiler alert! Oh, jeez. Uh, here comes Team Rocket. Team Rocket, a nefarious organization set on using the world's Pokemon in despi despicable plots to make money is another example of a the diverse cast of characters the players will encounter in their journey. This will include the most famous members of Team Rocket, Jesse, James, and Meowth. Let's go Pikachu and let's go Eevee will release exclusively on the Nintendo Switch November 16th. Please check out PokemonLetsGo.Pokemon.com because that's a really easy address to remember. Pokemon Company. So I have three whole months that I have to wait for this game? Yes. That's cruel and unusual. It's awful. They said I'm on vacation when it comes out. Are you on another vacation? Like I got I still have a lot of vacation to burn. A lowland vacation, some would say. Oh I wish I could get so much vacation. I think this is the third trailer. Yeah. Yeah, th yeah, this is the third. I'm yes. At, I'm at the uh We can't the... count the Japanese frog trailer. Not yet. But we talked about Not that yet. last week. I know. Do you want you want to add your input on if Venusaur is a frog? I, I know some people said toad. I get it. There's a difference. I think toads have warts and stuff, and I, Venusaur has warts. Well, I get so it. Well, so do but, humans. Um, you're right. Thank, thank you, Will. <laughs> do you guys want to add your uh, commentary on said frog? I mean, it's a frog. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it, not it, the it's, end of the world. It's a toad because of the warts but yes it okay it hops cute it's very it hops cute, real yeah. cute it's, it is a cutie i mean if you're into that then sure you're into frogs not really uh not into amphibians or lizards or any of those types of creatures but i mean other people are yeah i can really do uh the amphibian stuff could you imagine touching one yuck <gasps> well okay do we think that Venusaur has a slimy skin or a dry skin? I think it's dry. Uh, I th probably I dry. I think it's dry. Yeah. Because that, that, that flower is holding all the moisture. It. I think, it, I think it's dry, but he, but he sweats real easy. Do you think Venusaur <laughs> is angry that you dissected one of his relatives, or his or her relatives? I've never uh, done the frog. School? Never did the... I never... In my high school career, dissected anything. I did at all. You didn't nope. have to dissect a worm every because I moved to you... three different high schools, and every time I was a like the dissection was coming up, I would move, and then the new school either like the dissection was coming up, and then I would go to another school, or the dissection just happened, so I missed it every single time. Were you this an undercover cop so much. that just kept switching high schools? <laughs> Is this like a 21 Jump Street thing? I was just going to say, were you from 21 Jump Street? <laughs> were you trying to sniff out the drug dealers in the high school? I went to... Like, how did I had a complete freshman year at, at one high school. Started my sophomore year at the said high school. Then moved from Beloit, Wisconsin, back to Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Went to a different high school for only two months. Because my parents were in between houses when we moved into our new house, because we were staying with some family, then I got transferred to another high school. So in my sophomore year, I went to three different high schools, and then I finished out my sophomore year, junior and senior year, at the last high school. 
That doesn't seem very fair to you. I'm, I mean, like, does it, but you know, at the time I would have gr- agreed with you, but in retrospect, high school doesn't matter. Kids stay in school, do your homework, but also high school doesn't matter. Yeah, pretty I mean, much. Some high school matters. I mean, it depends on what you're saying doesn't matter. Some of it does. I mean, not a lot. <laughs> but I'm, I know how to dissect a worm and you don't, so. That's yeah, true. yeah, there you go. I mean, let's, let's I, look at skills. I'm definitely one not, not to get my hands dirty. This is, this is very true. <laughs> I'm not mean, going to disagree. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> You got it. Uh, yep, that's me. Was that was Old that a clean hand, Steve? That that was that was the whole press release. I'm very very excited for these games. <gasps> me too. I want my Pokeball Plus in the games. Did you pre-order? Yeah, I have pre-ordered as well. Yeah, you want to do a couple of emails? That. Absolutely. Sure. Since we, I don't think an email has come up the entire time I've been on. I know this because we always run long. But uh, we've been running. We've been running okay. We could sneak in a couple. I said we were gonna do a. I did not think we were gonna get another trailer this week. Actually, I said last week. I was like, I can't imagine them doing anything. And they. I mean, this was relatively small, but I can make. Uh, we more. can talk about things forever. So relatively small is still like thirty minutes of content. Yeah, this yeah. is true. I still think we're gonna get a bigger announcement at Worlds, uh, in a couple weeks here. But Thursdays, they really like these Thursday announcements. They're probably going to announce a new Mega Evolution at Worlds because that's what they like to do. Yeah. You think there's going to be new ones? No. Uh, I mean, that's where they announced Mega Slowpoke. Oh, yeah. They also or, showed I mean, Mega Slowbro. They also showed Crawler there for the first time uh, back. If it's not Mega Jinx, I'm canceling my pre order. Okay. Wow. That's a complete lie. <laughs> what if it's a Mega Roserade? I mean,. You don't even know how ready I am for that. <laughs> you don't even know how much fan art I've well, looked at. How many? It wouldn't be because it's a Gen One. I know, but like, you know, it has to be a Gen One. I've designed the Mega that I would want. Ability Mega Snorlax. Mega Snorlax. Did you put it on your DeviantArt page? Yep. Okay. Good. Nice. That's where it belongs. All right. Well, let's do this. Let's do this. We'll take a quick break. When we come back. We'll do a couple emails, and then we'll do our Pokemon of the Week, and then we'll round off the show. All right. All right, so we'll be right back. Before we go on, is Shrek considered good or bad anymore? I don't know. I can't tell. Because when Shrek came out, I definitely liked Shrek, and now I like kind of feel weird saying I like Shrek. 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 I definitely like Shrek. I like Shrek. I definitely like Shrek. I like Shrek. I can't tell if people actually like or dislike Shrek. I definitely like Shrek. I like Shrek. I definitely like Shrek. And we are back. Emails, emails, emails. If you have an email, question, comment, concern, if you need to know what makes a chair a chair, you can email no. us sbj at pkmncast.com or you can go to pokemonpodcast.com. There's a contact button. You click that, 
you fill out your question, you put your email address, you hit send, and then it gets to me. <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny? I didn't know we were going to get the step-by-step email walkthrough. Oh, I was not prepared for it. 2018. Sometimes you got to let people know. You got to tell, you just got to explain how easy it is. And then they're like, oh, if it's that easy, oh, I'll do if it. If it's that easy, I'll send an email that they'll never read. Uh, yeah, eventually we get to them. Uh, this is from Andre from Dublin, Ireland. That's where Al lives, right? Same area. Uh, that is not where not Al lives. Not where Al actually. lives. It's a whole other country. <laughs> Hi, SBJ, Will, Al, Rochelle, Micah, Greg, Irene, everyone, to be honest. First off, I want to congratulate you on and thank you guys for creating such an amazing community. You guys are all so genuine, and it makes me feel like I'm hearing my close friends talking about their lives and random stuff that we can all enjoy. I've been listening to the show for about two years now, and I found it super effective because I was lonely and depressed, but you guys really helped me more than you can ever imagine, and I am truly grateful. Smiley face. I really don't have a question or anything. Uh, just words of thanks for all that you guys have done. Remember, SBJ and your crew have created a family, and no matter what goes on, I and... E- I and everyone else will always have your back one way or the other. All the best. Andre. P.S. My favorite is Micah. Ha 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 ha. I don't know if that was sarcastic or not. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'm hurt or... They left They left it up to hurt. like... They, are they laughing because... Are they laughing with Micah? Or are they like, ha, Micah's my favorite. Joke's on you. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on Micah? I mean... I love Micah, so I mean I can see it. I'm yeah. I'm down. I'm down with the Micah love. Sure. Yeah, he's okay sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. I mean not often, sometimes. but sometimes. True. Alright, this is this is, this one has a question. This is from Adam from Orlando, Florida. Dear SBJ, on episode three hundred and twenty, you talked about uh you talked about your Baskelin plushies. It's a weird, weird day and age we live in where I own Baskelin plushes now. Uh, I recently... Are they plushes or are they little plastic dealies? They are. They're they're pl- they're plushy. You can squish them. They got okay. co- they got cotton inside or something. Probably something cheaper than cotton. Uh, I recently got a Joltik figure from the Pokemon Center website. Oh, I love Joltik so much. I feel like there are only certain Pokemon who get very little, if any, merch. What Pokemon would you like to see more merch of? Adam, it's a very good question. You know, what this is Pokemon. Would I want more merch of? Hmm. Okay, so I I I do know that some people from the Pokemon Company listen to our podcast. Uh, I have already trademarked this ideal. Tm 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 tm. So you d- please do not steal it. But what if? Hear me out here. What if when you bought a plush from the Pokemon Center, like one out of every you know, maybe 250 orders, they sent you a shiny plush <laughs> instead yes. of the regular one. And then the parents got mad because they're like, what's wrong with this one? That's not yeah. what I ordered. Why doesn't but, it look like what's on the box? But then, you know, okay, so I think two th- So I, I, I think no matter what happens, you, you have the parents that get mad that the color is wrong and they're not sure what it is. And then the other thing that happens is people are now suddenly addicted to buying plushes in the chance of getting a shiny plush and then <sighs> resulting in them ordering bulk amounts of plushes 
because the shiny plush alone will go for more money than what they spent on the bulk plushes on eBay because then you have the other set of people that only want shiny plushes to collect so they will pay top dollar just like people pay up the kazoo for <laughs> amiibos. It's wazoo. Wazoo. N- not, a, not on this podcast. Will. Not on this one. It's, <laughs> it's up to wazoo now. Speaking of hard to find things, that stupid, excuse my language, that stupid, I'm, yeah, I'm, no, I'm using that word. Funko Pikachu Pop is impossible to find, and I didn't want it because I hate Funko Pops, but now I want it because it's impossible to find. What is that about? Greg, it's Cabbage Patch Kids all over again. It's, Remember oh, that? Okay, yep, I do. Yep. Funko Pops are bad toys. They're not even they toys. They're, they're not toys. They're bad pieces of plastic. There are better pieces of plastic you can buy for $14.99. They're not that I mean, great. You're not wrong. They just, get, they just collect dust. The Pikachu one is $14.99. It's only available at Target. It's not on the Target website. I, I, I went, they said late July it's available. I went into Target on July 31st. I went to the Pokemon Isle. I said, "Is a Pokemon Isle?" Well, in I mean, like the Pokemon Isle is like sandwiched between like Bob the Builder and the wrestling toys. And I was like, well, I don't know what's what was your Pokemon toys sandwiched between, Greg?" <laughs> That's the you get updates. Um, right now it's actually on its own end cap next to uh, a bunch of GI Joe stuff. And some Jumanji stuff. Jumanji toys? Yeah, from the most recent movie. Oh, weird. There was a, a re- oh, there was a remake of Jumanji. I there tell you, was. that cartoon was really good. The cartoon was really good. Okay, I am. I just need to state this right here. I am not in favor of a secondary shiny black market for plushes. No, yeah, it, it would ruin me. <laughs> it would destroy me. But it, it would is- destroy you. It would be. It is something that they could possibly do, and they w- they could be one of the few companies to get away with like sending you a miscolored thing that people would lose their minds that over. Would mind over. True. Um. Also, nobody told me there was a Zerkatree plush, mm-hmm. and that thing is yeah, real there, cute. Yeah, there is. They they just came out. I said in the last episode. I don't pay attention. I definitely said last episode they came out. They just came out recently, like within the last week. They just came out. What was I going to say? Oh, this P- this Pikachu pop figure. I hate pop figures. So I went to Target July 31st, last day of July. I have yet to see a pop figure in Target. The Pokemon website, the Funko Pop website says late July. I asked the rep. She's in the Pokemon aisle. There's no Pokemon toys on the wall anymore, which is weird. I said, yeah, but the pop figures aren't over in the toy section. They're on that weird wall full of fandom stuff. Yeah, but I already checked, so, I already checked that wall. Oh. I'm at Target.com right now, uh and it is in stock in Falls Church, Alexandria, Columbia Heights, Roslyn, Bethesda, Falls Church, Tinner Hill, Skyline, Prince George's... Oh, no, those ones are out of stock. Sorry. So there's like... There's a cutie fly plush? Oh, it's on the website now. I literally... Out of stock near Milwaukee. Out of stock. Out of stock. It's out of stock everywhere, Will. 
No, not in Falls Church in you, Alexandria. You order one right now because I need to end uh, this. You can't, you can't online order. You have to go to the store to pick it up. Pick it up? They're do closed. The, do the pickup in store. The like, oh, pay for it now and then pick it up in store. Can't you no, do that? No, no, no. You, you can't do that. Oh, you're That's killing what I'm saying. Me. From you're the website, ki- it, it tells you it's in stock in the store, but you can't. You can't pre-buy. You need to get there right at 8 a.m., Will. I don't even know when Target opens. 9? 8? Uh, Friday, it opens at 7 a.m. You gotta get there. I got a job. Yeah, your job doesn't start till 8. You get to Target Uh, at 6.30. Oh, my God. Do you do not understand what rush hour traffic in D.C. (laughs) is like? If I were to go to Falls Church, it would take me about 15 minutes to drive there and two hours to drive back. I don't see the issue. Plus, right. this is a choking hazard. It is in stock at the Roseville Target that oh. is close oh, is this, to my is house. Oh, does this prove who's better friends with Steve now? Is that is that what this is? You you win, Greg. You win. Go get it. It's in stock at West Langing. That is a uh, hundred miles away. From, it's in Missouri. <laughs> I will uh, I will also say that my, my Target, because it's based here, is open until midnight. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, so you, is mine, but I was. There's no way I'm driving out there tonight. I'm in these, my PJs already. These Funko Pops, Greg, they go for about fifty bucks on eBay. This Pikachu one. I'm just saying. It's eight ninety nine. It's eight ninety nine. Yeah, and I thought it was fourteen ninety nine. I don't know. No, it's eight ninety nine. And if you said, "Get me that," because birthday, I would maybe feel guilty enough to go get it. Birthday. But if you're over. gonna send it on ebay no no i wanted to you want are it. i'm just saying me. if they have like three of them you might as well buy an extra one to put on ebay that's what i'm saying <laughs> i mean you might as well make the trip worthwhile get your money back put one of these dust collectors in your house that's exactly what it is a dust collector yeah but when i okay so going back to my original story this is not answering the person's email at all no. i was like do you got the pikachu funko pop she said we do but they won't be in stock until tomorrow because they're in back and we haven't unpacked them yet. I was like, okay. She's like, technically, we're not supposed to put them out yet. We're redoing the entire toy section for summer. I was like, this makes sense because literally this whole aisle you're working on is gutted. And then I forgot. And then a week later, I came back. They didn't have any. And then today, I went and I said, do you guys have the Pikachu Funko Pop? And they said, we got six of them today. And somebody bought all of them. What? Whoa. And I said, can I order off the website? And they said, they laughed and they were like, no. They were like, this is one of those things where it's really hard to come by. And they were like, you can just check. And we, they were like, we get, we get like six once, we get like six a week, I think they said. I'm just saying, if you, uh, if you, can, if you can get one. Remind me to look this weekend. And maybe as I'm doing Pokemon Community Day, I'll, I'll try to stop in at a Target. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna go like out. I'm not. I'm definitely not gonna buy one on the aftermarket or anything. But if 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 it's at a Target, I'll pick it up just because they keep selling out. So I guess I need to. And uh, the answer to Andre's question is ghastly. There are not enough ghastly plushes because all it has to be is a little ball, <laughs> a little stuffed ball. It'd be super cute. I think my answer would be uh, Farfetch. I don't think there's enough Farfetch plushes. Ugh, because you're the only person that likes Farfetch. I would get a Farfetch plush. There's not enough Mamoswine anything. Mamoswine's a sweet, sweet baby, and I love it. Mamoswine? Yeah, Mamoswine's pretty okay. Pretty okay! I mean, it has tusks. Yeah! 
Apparently, I only have two uh, Pokemon stuffed animals, and neither one of them is a Mammo Swine. Neither one. You're really dropping the ball. Yeah, I would say Farfetch would would be my my pick. I would right, also let's... like a Scraggy. I have a Scraggy, a but it's cute. it's it's bad. I got the yeah, to- I the Tommy Scraggy, and it's not great. Pass. Slackoth? Are there sla- Slackoth plushes? Because man, that's oh, uh, it's got the booty. Vigoroth only for the booty. Slackoth. Uh, it looks like I don't know if this is legit or not. The thing about like searching for plushes is you can kind of never tell. Yeah. If they're knockoff or not knockoff. Oh, and I'm remembering that one person at Pokecon who made those really great plushes. Do you remember that booth? Oh, that was real. They had. Oh yeah. They were so good. I would buy those, even though they're like not official. They those were made brilliantly. But they were real expensive. <laughs> Got another email. All right. This is from TJ from Lansing, Michigan. Hi, SBJ and crew. Big fan of the show. Thanks for the work you do getting an episode out each and every week, as I know that can be hard to do. Reaching out to offer you a different perspective on Pokemon Go parents, as you ex- haven't exactly painted us in the greatest light in recent episodes. I'll start by admitting that I've totally been one of those bad parents you've described. At times, <laughs> seatbelt's amazing. There you go. All right. Well, step one is admitting that you're the problem. All right. Step two is the rest of this email. Email over. Uh, at times, I've snatched my kid's phone to make sure they bring their Tyranitars into the raid instead of their fleet of 27 CP Totodiles. In my defense, there are a few things to consider. First, Reggie, Reggie Steele is just going to pound Junior's fleet of Totodiles into the ground, and Junior won't like seeing his favorite Pokemon getting straight up murdered. Second... Junior doesn't play Pokemon Go much. He doesn't have enough revives to bring those Totodiles back to life. That's actually a really good point. Step th- uh, third, Junior's Totodiles aren't going to deal that much damage to Re- Registeel. Therefore, Junior isn't going to get as many balls to catch Registeel with. Actually, another good point. Fourth, Junior's not the greatest at catching. He needs as many balls as possible to catch Registeel. Fifth, Junior is a kid and therefore has very few coins on his account. So this might be the only one shot he has to catch Reggie Steele. And six, because Junior is young, he will get more frustrated than your average person when Reggie Steele runs away. Now, should the parent calmly explain the situation to Junior and ultimately let Junior make a decision he can learn from? Of course. But here's the thing. Being around kids 24-7 tires your patience in ways you can't imagine. Although you'd like to think that you'd remain perfectly calm around your kids in life scenarios, that involves having a Mother Teresa level of patience that most people can't imagine, including myself. So the next time you see a parent getting frustrated with their kids at a raid, at least give them the benefit of the doubt that the parent is spending time with the kid, they've spent money to make sure the kid has a device and connectivity, and that they're more likely making sure the kid is having a good time, even if if the way they are doing it isn't ideal at all times. At the end of the day, these parents are just trying to in- inculcate, in- in- incul- inculcate, inculcate. I never heard that word before. I probably have. Uh, more, po- more people into the Pokemon world, which is an endeavor we can all get behind. Thanks again for the work you do on the show, TJ. That's actually a really good email. Okay, problem one, you had kids. <laughs> exactly. Oh, 
Greg, you and I are of such like a, a mind. Problem you Problem. wrote it. Okay. Problem two. We spent an entire weekend dealing with our kids and we were models of patience. Oh. <laughs> our two boys. Our two boys were out of control. Oh, just I, I, I was worried that you had given them sugar. And they a were little. All hopped up on sugar. Just a little, but not enough to really make Those a difference. Boys. I mean, Sometimes... I get it. Like being a parent, I, I get it. Like it is like you make the decision you make in the moment going back to the actual email. But also let the kid fail. <laughs> exactly. No, I agree. A hundred percent. I, you're, you're not, you're, you're, all you're doing if you don't let your kid fail at something is stealing a life lesson from them. That, you know, oh, if I can't do it, somebody else is going to do it for me. No, no, no. This is what you need to learn. If you can't do it, it doesn't get done until you figure out how to do it for yourself. That's the hard facts of life right there. I mean, I'm all for saying, hey, giving them the advice. But like when I was watching the problems that I was seeing with when it was happening in front of me was like literally just like snatching the phone away, making selections, then handing it back like there was no, there was like no explanation. There was no patience or like in that moment, that kid in front of like 50 people had their phone ripped from them, played with and shoved back in their hands. And it's that awkward moment of all the other parents who are like, I should say something, but I'm not going to. And everybody else just sort of going, let's just turn away and not pay attention to this mm. situation. Like, I don't like it's a really good email and there's a lot of great points in it. But also, like, you know, if all 27 Totodiles are smushed and you can't revive them, then you're not bringing them to the next raid. That's for darn sure. Exactly. Maybe this kid just really <sighs> likes Totodile. It's a good email, though. But thank you for writing. It's a good email. Yes. So, yeah. all right. So here, as a person who may actually ever have children, because Will and I took the one true correct path. What do you think, Steve? When you Adoption. have, when you have, that's yeah, not going to happen either. When you have a small Steve Junior of your own, the third, please, the third, <laughs> Steve the third, yes, or Irene the second. What, what, what do you think? Like looking at that email, what do you think you would do? I think there's, uh, I think there's a lot of really really good points in that email i don't know what i would probably do in the moment especially like i guess like when i'm watching these these kids and their parents play i don't really think of like i think of it now that i read the email of i wonder if this is like the kid's cell phone i wonder if they're tethered i wonder if this is a data plan either way like you are whether or not uh, see, so anytime I see like parents and kids playing Pokemon, I always think that like the parent likes Pokemon Go way more than the kid, and like they're that's just the way they suckered the kid into liking something <laughs> that they like. Which like I don't blame them, right? Like as a parent, I hope as a as as somebody who wants kids in the future, I would hope my kids would like Pokemon, um, and not something like basketball, uh, <laughs> of course, but. This is exactly what's going to happen. I I get frustrated when I see parents that are like very against their kids playing video games or or I've seen parents that are like I don't want my I don't want my kid to watch TV until they're 
like six years old. So if, if I go to somebody else's house and the TV is on, I'm purposely going to face them away from the TV so they're unaware. Um, oh, my word. Like wow. that kind of, that kind of stuff bothers me way more than seeing a dad be like, hey, just get ready for this raid, I suppose. Because, man, as somebody who has, has had to babysit nieces and nephews, and which is, I think, a harder situation because they're not your kids. Yep. Um, it's just very easy to be like, oh, man, the TV shuts them up. The TV is this magical <laughs> device that gives yep. me Paw like Patrol. 90 <laughs> minutes of freedom. Um, so I definitely know I'm not going to be that parent where I'm not going to be like, oh, I can't have my kids look at TV. But I'm also not going to be the parent that just like slaps a kid in front of a TV for 18 hours. And um, yeah. I feel personally attacked that with my childhood. No, I mean that was my childhood too. <laughs> that was uh, my childhood. And I came I think, out just I think the worst kind of parent is like my sister who just adamantly will not let her children play Pokemon Go at all because she believes that it's a tool that's being used by terrorists to track where people are congregating. Oof. And I'm like, sister, you know I went to Pokemon Go Fest. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm 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 pretty deeply involved in in the Pokemon communities. Do you do you honestly think I would let your child into danger? Yeah, I mean, but yeah, great email, a lot of valid points. I don't have kids; I made different life choices. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I I always. But think I mean, I get it. Think twice I just before think, having children. I just think if you're one of the parents that doesn't take time to sort of notice what how you are presenting yourself with that child around you. And like, if you're also a parent who's very focused on just get it done and everybody's sort of looking around and looking at the kid, like, is the kid even having fun? Like maybe that needs to be reevaluated just a little bit, but it's your kid. It's true. I get it. I get it. We'll do one more email here. Uh, This is from Mitch from Brisbane, Australia. And then in Brisbane, par- Brisbane, yeah, sorry. In parentheses, right. it says not Perth, sad face. Uh, hi, <laughs> I've been listening for a couple of years now, but the latest episode 311. See, we're not that far behind. Uh, Push me to finally write in. I love this Uh-oh. show, especially the general positivity and optimism about the entire Pokemon community. I think my favorite is Miss D uh, for the extra dose of positivity she brings. Uh, Rochelle is a delight. The D stands for delight, actually. Oh, interesting. <laughs> My middle initial D stands for delicious, but that has neither here nor there. I'm one of those rare people that neither loves nor hates the Let's Go games. I think I'll wait until the next gen games in 2019. Uh, Got to keep on top of that mortgage and all that other fun stuff. Keep up the good. Uh, keep up the awesome work on the shows, streams, Slack, and everywhere else. Mitch. Yes, I think it's great you started taking sponsorships. You deserve a buck for making the show for so long, but I think it's worth acknowledging on the show that you said you won't run ads. So yeah, I guess that's a statement slash question specifically for me. So we've run in the past, let's just say year, I think we've run maybe four or five ads out of 50 episodes. You used to do Squarespace every week. No, 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 no. The Squarespace thing, I would say, was maybe like an eight-week thing. But it was also a very long time ago. That was a very long time ago. The running, I think, two months of Squarespace 
got me a full year of Squarespace for free, which was, I think, about $315. There so you go. That was worth it. Uh, in, in, in recent episodes, we've ran an ad for Nations, uh, because I'm a Nations sponsor, a partner or whatever, and Nations makes clothing, and if you use my code, you get 50% off. Um, and I think I've run an ad for Soylent, which is something we've talked about forever. And so that was specifically like, this was a really long running joke that I like Soylent and be sweet that we got a Soylent ad and then we did. But no, I don't think they really, when I, when I ran those ads initially, I think if anything, we run Patreon ads more than anything. And I would consider those ads. I think when I said that statement, and I, 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 I'm sure I did at one point say like I would probably not run ads. Uh, I think what I meant by that is I wouldn't, I wouldn't run stuff for the sake of running stuff, right? I wouldn't run a. So I've talked to a bunch of advertising companies before. Um, for podcasting, there's there's usually there's a couple parent companies you talk to, and they deal with the actual ad people. So like for example. Uh, I was on a probably like a two hour phone call with people with with a company and they were like, okay, these are all the these are all the people we work with. Uh, We work with Casper. We work with Lisa. We work with Gamefly. We work with Audible. We work for MeUndies. We work for literally every single podcast ad you've probably heard. Um, What else? Blue Apron, Dollar Shave Club. Uh, What else is there that runs on podcasts that? Just uh, like pink mattresses, do they do it? Or is purple uh, mattresses? Purple, or purple, something? purple mattress. But uh, as a podcast listener, I've heard, I mean, like I've heard a million Blue Apron ads, and it's always the same copy. It's always the same, you know, pitch. The only the only difference between podcast is use my promo code or instead of that. Pro- the same thing with Squarespace, right? Where like you can build a new website on Squarespace. Use Promo code podcast love to save 10% off your first month or whatever. So when I said like I wouldn't run ads, I think I was coming from that perspective because when I was talking with the company and they were like, would you want to run Casper? I was thinking about you guys of like, I don't think my audience is in the market for a mattress. And even if they I'm were in the for a mattress, I'm also in the Casper market for a mattress. Casper is so good. I love it, my Casper. I, I have some weird issues with Casper. I'm sure the mattress is fine, but as a company, they're a little weird. Uh, I won't get into it, but <laughs> I feel like if you listen to a podcast, you probably listen to multiple podcasts because I do know how podcast fans work. They like more podcasts. So when they were talking and selling me on this, they were like, we can do Casper, we can do Blue Apron, we can do Gamefly. And I'm just thinking like, I'm, I am personally so sick of hearing these ads that I don't want to run those kind of ads. Fast forward to now where like I'm a Soylent partner and I can save you 50% off Soylent. I will bring it up every now and then like just indirectly talking about this is bringing it up. But like I don't think I come off super pushy for that. Um, and if I do run an ad, I usually try to make it somewhat unique. So at least if you're not interested in the product, you can at least get a laugh out of it. I guess that's what I kind of try to go to the comedy slash ironic ad pitch instead of like the. It go to this website www.website.com and spe- then by entering our promo code website 10 you will save 10% off and support the show 
Uh, because at the end of the day, when I was done talking to that podcast advertising company, I was like, this just, I would rather, uh, this just is not worth it for, I think, you guys. Where I do think, like, the Soylent ad, because I get asked about it so much or because it or because it's a running joke in the healthy living thing, I did think that was worth bringing up. I don't know. That's kind of me, like, defending myself. But I guess, like, at the end of the day, I was thinking of, like, I was thinking of making sure the show stays as good as possible, but also trying to put a roof over my head. Also, I'm sure when I said I would never run ads, it was when I actually probably had a real life job. Yep. I support you and your <laughs> advertisements, but I'm going to totally get this Casper story out of you later. Yeah. I mean, I can, I can, I can do it right now. It's really short. Uh, there was a mattress. Reblu- I won't, I won't say what website there was a very popular mattress and pillow review website and the the guy who ran it ran like probably reviewed a hundred plus different mattresses in a box which is what casper is it's a mattress in a box and casper was one of the first that he reviewed and he really liked it and as more of these mattress in a box companies popped up like purple like lisa like Zenbed, I don't know, whatever the other ones are. <laughs> he then changed his review to Casper to saying he no longer recommended it uh, because there were just better mattresses. Well, Casper, I mean, Casper was one of the first. Yeah, that's why absolutely. They're, that's why they're as big as they are. But because there are there's so much competition in the mattress in a box area, there are just better mattresses out there now. Um, and Casper sued him for changing the review and pretty much he could not pay the legal fees because Casper was suing for whatever like whatever legal thing that you can do for bad mouthing somebody and demanded him to take down the review or change it back to uh, recommended and he said I just I just like I you're not the best mattress for the price. I don't know what happened with the legal stuff, but I do know what happened is he ended up selling the website to somebody else. He was he was like, "I'm this is it. I'm done. I'm sick of reviewing mattresses. I don't want to deal with this anymore because apparently other companies tried to do the same thing. Casper just happened to be the biggest. The new owner bought the website and suddenly Casper is back to will recommend on that website. Oh, dear. That is my problem with casper is they sued a website mattress reviewer for saying that they he does no longer recommends their mattress you can look into that story if you want oh i am i'm I'm looking at it right now (laughs) 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 there's also like drama with uh purple which is another mattress company where they sent out a mattress with um the mattress had some powder on it and one of the mattress review sites was like can you tell us what this powder is and they were like, it's no big deal. It's nothing to worry about. And they were like, can you just tell us what the powder is? And then they sued him. And they were like, wow. And that guy was like, I just wanted to know what the powder was. If it was safe, because I have pets. What if the pets licked the powder? I just want to know what the, I just wanted to know what the powder was on the mattress that you shipped. And you won't tell me. And like. I just wanted to know what the powder was. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to deal with purple anymore either. Like when, when your company's like first thing to do is sue a mattress reviewer. I think I'm out. 
Yeah, that's 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 foolish. Prove prove that your product is the best. Don't attack the people who uh say that your product isn't the best. But it's funny cuz I really wanted to do like a mattress in a box. Um but now I think I just actually might go to the mattress store cuz it's like <laughs> Wow, that's so out of character for you because you're pretty much if they sell it on the internet, you'll buy it. Yeah, but like Man, I've gone down a uh, I've gone down a mattress mattress rabbit hole at one point in my life. Ugh. Will give us our Pokemon of the week. I hope it's Are you ready for this? I hope it's Casper the Friendly Ghost. Uh, the Pokemon is not Casper the Friendly Ghost, but I, I prepared this. I I wrote this myself. At four feet three inches tall and 132 pounds, this crustacean would be excessively large if it existed in the real world. This Pokemon is not purple. One of its appendages is larger than the other, and it wears a crown on its head. It appears to have a severe underbite and large tusk-like teeth. It uses its claws for communication. You will find this Pokemon by the water, but not on a cliff. It has two common abilities. Hypercutter, which is also called super powerful claws in Japanese, and shell armor. Its hidden ability is sheer force. In the Pokemon manga, this Pokemon is very popular with Team Rocket. All right, there's all your clues. Which Pokemon is it? Uh, the asymmetrical is throwing me off. I'm, there's more my, than one I Pokemon that's asymmetrical. <laughs> I, have, I have my guess. I heard the word asymmetrical and I hung up on it because there's not a lot of asymmetrical Pokemon. They're usually. Except I didn't say the word asymmetrical. <laughs> I'm saying I hung, I, I hung on to that heard word. It. And now I can't get it out of my head. Uh, Hypercutter. Now, now you're going, you're cheating because you're just going to which Pokemon can have that ability. No. I'm, I, can I'm I say my guess? Casper Go for website. it. Let it's... me say my guess for, first because I'm wrong. Okay. I'm going to say Crustle. Crustle. The bug rock dude? Yeah. All right, Greg, what is your guess? It's Kingler. It is Kingler. Congratulations, Team Rocket? Greg. Since when? Ash had a Kingler. It, in the manga. Oh, in the manga, manga, Team Rocket likes to have Kinglers. But the real clue was that it has a crown on its head. Yeah, the crown is what I was like, wait. Oh, yeah, crown. And I thought you guys were gonna get it confused with like Clowitzer or um Well that I had I was thinking Clowitzer until you said crown. And I'm like, well, None of them have crowns. And yes. then I went, wait, wait, I got it. He's a king. He's a king. <laughs> uh, what is the trivia, not trivia, the origin of Kingler? Uh, Kingler is very similar to a fiddler crab or a terrestrial crab of the genus Cardissima, which usually have one claw larger than the other. Conceptually, it is likely based on a king crab. And the name comes Kingler may be a combination of king and fiddler, both of which are species of crab. It may also be a combination of king and angler, although I don't know why it would be that combination. Please, Bulbapedia, clean up your entries. Uh, only one bit of trivia for a Gen 1 Pokemon. A little disappointing. Kingler shares the same category with Scizor, or is it Scissor? Scissor. They're both known as the Pinsir Pokemon, though Scissor was originally called the Scissors Pokemon. How dare... Uh, Pokemon Company always always changing things on us. How dare they? They've oh, never that's, they're very untrustworthy. They? They've never done this before. Not until nope. this Let's Go came out have they made so many changes. 
It's anti-American. Wait, bring back the lightning American. <laughs> also, in typical fashion, the shuffle icon for Kingler is really good. Is it really? Yeah. It's oh, it's good. really good. I'm not a huge fan of the one for uh, Quest. I don't know what the Quest one looks like. I don't think I got a Kingler in Quest. It looks like a little square. They're I, all little squares. You, you sold me <laughs> with, on with square. Eyes. With eyes. With square with eyes. All right. Well, I think that's our episode for the day. I know Greg is. I can feel Greg wanting to read this entire mattress article right now. <laughs> oh, I I am I am in deep. I am I am down the rabbit hole. Are you on the Fast Company one? The Fast Company? No. Oh, that's the big one. Here, I'll link it. I'm, in. You got to you got to go to the Fast Company one. The Fast Company one is like the novel. It oh, is. Oh yeah, I've actually I've actually read that one before. Okay. I think I think a certain person who posts articles a lot in Slack posted this one. Might have been me. Um, Would that certain person be a musician? Yes. Yeah. He posts a lot of articles in Slack. I've noticed that. That'll wrap up our episode. Uh, like I said last week, uh, I will be at the Pokemon World Championships in Nashville, Tennessee. So if you're going to be in that area, I will be there the 25th and 26th. I will not be there on the Friday when it starts. Uh, I don't arrive until like 11 p.m. on Friday. So. Uh, I will probably not actually be watching or spectating any of the games. I will probably be playing Pokemon Go. I'm going to get my Meloetta. So yeah, that's that's my plan. Uh, so if you're in the Nashville area, and even if you're not going to Worlds and you just want to say hi, please let me know on Twitter. Uh, Wait, at- they're going to have Meloetta Yeah, Pokemon Mello- Go? No, no. Meloetta will be distributed in um, ah, Sun and Moon oh. and Ultra Sun. Oh. Which I think is the... Third time it's ever being distributed. First time for the movie, second time during the 20th anniversary, third time now. So I will be, I will be there 25th, 26th of August. If you are going, you want to meet up at Pokemon Podcast on Twitter. My personal Twitter at Dragging a Lake. Will is at Wash in the Sink. Greg at White Wing on Twitter. Uh, if you want, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Google. I guess Google has its own podcast now, Google Podcasts. I think Google Play just redirects you to Google Podcasts. I don't know if there's a review system there, but if it is, uh, you can review us. I'll figure it out eventually. Uh, I just need to like look into that. Uh, otherwise, we'll be back next week with another episode. Uh, this has been a episode of the Pokemon <laughs> Podcast. Wow. And we are... It's been a heck of an episode. Super effective. Yup. That's us.
A quick shout out to our producers of this show, which include Robert, Kevin, Mason, and Cygnus. Thank you all for listening. 